listening to the Dudes and Dads podcast, a show dedicated to helping men be better dudes and dads by building community through meaningful conversation and storytelling. And now, here are your hosts, Joel DeMott and Andy Lehman. Joel, it is... We're season finale here for episode season, or season one finale. Yes, it's episode a, number we nineteen. Uh, yes, yes. Wow, I think so. It's <laughs> just look. It's just flown flown by. It really it has. has. So so season one we've done we've done a lot of shows, nineteen shows, and uh, almost a year. We started in March. Yes. Gosh, I'm gonna say yes. Let's right, go some, with something March. like that. Something so, like that. Uh, but we're gonna be taking a time off for Christmas, and then we'll kick it off in January again. So, we want to thank you guys for being with us for like this these 19 episodes. It's been great to see where this show has grown and and yeah. what it has become. So yeah. we uh, we've say this all the time, but we really feel like you guys uh, out there in podcast land have been. Uh, really the fuel that keeps us at this and we just keep on getting great feedback and uh, like we said at the outset we just are looking to create conversations to build community uh, around uh, just storytelling to hear uh, both dudes and dads share dudes and dads stories and we uh, we bring in the ladies on occasion and uh, get their perspectives we're gonna be doing that more in the upcoming uh, upcoming months yes yes but uh, so much uh, Andy and I every time we sit down um, when we're just getting together, uh, whether it's at the at the end of church or whether it's uh, on a Wednesday night or whenever it is, uh, it's always like, "Hey, I've got an idea uh, for the next episode or what we could do in the future." There's just a lot of things that uh, we're looking forward to trying out, to experimenting um, here in 2020 coming up. So super excited about what the what the future holds. And speaking of the future, Andy, yes, Joel, I'd like to introduce a little thing we want to do. We want, right. to do, we want to do some hit, community engagement. Hit me with this. Okay, here we go. So uh, I'm going to just call it right now. This is the Dudes and Dads Podcast 2020 vision. Do you get what All I'm right. doing there? Do you, Sounds, you yes, pick yes, up 2020. 2020. Yes. Do you pick what? It's You're hilarious. Yeah. Uh, some All my friends in marketing are going to be booing me later for this. <laughs> but uh, so here's the 2020 vision. Here's the challenge, guys. We're putting this out to you. This is uh, something we want to challenge you all with, something to do. And then we, we're hoping to get feedback from you. And what the results are, and we're going to be sharing this feedback and engaging with it in uh, season two when we All start right. when we start back up. Okay, so so hopefully the people will send us the emails, they'll get they'll get back with us on social, and we can kind of engage the content. But here it goes. So between now and uh, we're going to say the beginning, we'll say the into the first few days, we'll say um, we'll say between now and uh, the end of the first week of January. Yes. Roughly, okay. We want to, we want you guys to do uh, three things. You can one of three things. You can do all three, two, or one of these things. But here it goes. Why don't you send a text message to your significant other, okay? Uh, to a son or daughter. Maybe you've got multiple kids that can respond to this. Great if if they do. Great. Um, and then to uh, let me see. We said significant Spouse, other. Yeah. child and uh friend friend friend, close friend just think of a friend think of somebody who's poured a lot into your life who you have a connection with think of that person uh this is the third person so here's what you're going to do you're going to send them a text and you're going to ask them what's one thing that you can do that you personally can do to be a better friend spouse or parent what what's one thing you can do to be a better friend spouse or parent to that individual 
Now, the responses will be interesting because immediately people right. are like, what did you do, what did you do wrong? <laughs> why, yeah, why, why are, are you, you asking, asking me? Yeah. Why are you asking? So these three things, just, just send a text and see what comes back. And then we would love for you to share what you guys receive back from that. Just to share what 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 that yep, is, absolutely. So you can send that to uh, dudes and dads podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, you can send a voice memo that way too, or text oh, the voicemails. Yeah. We love the voicemails, guys. If you would be so brave as to leave a voicemail, uh, that would be awesome. And that that number again for the voicemail, <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. It's totally fine. But you can go to dudes and dads podcast dot com, and that big that numbers in big big letters, big numbers, uh, right there on the site. You can find that information. So. We really, really want to. Ch- I, I just want to challenge. We're going to hit on this a few times. I'm, even in our off season here, as we're taking a break over the holidays, and we're going to kind of be reminding you guys about this. But we really would love just to see what comes back, and we want to just we want to as we develop community and challenge you guys and encourage you guys. And we're going to do this together because I'm I am literally uh, this week going to be sending out those messages myself. Uh, yep. Now, Andy, uh, I'm just. I'm not going to text you um, <laughs> I because I just feel like I know what you, you would know, say. Yeah, and that so. would be uh, Andy's going to say, what's one thing I could do to be a better friend? He's going to say, uh, plan out more guests. That's what he's <laughs> going to say to me. So we'll just scratch we'll that. Skip that. We'll skip yeah. that. We'll, I'll find somebody else. But uh, I'm going to do it. Um, I know Andy will do it. And we're just going to see what happens, guys. Uh, one thing that you can do to be a better uh, spouse, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, a better parent uh and a better friend to that yep. individual okay so we're excited to see what happens absolutely there well we tonight go. we have uh keith on the line keith is somebody that i know from way back um he we um we i, I back when i was doing the other podcast uh the dude the better dad podcast yeah. we kind of got on each other's radar. I was on one of his shows. He was on one of ours. And um, I'll let Keith introduce himself here. Welcome to the show, Keith. Well, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate the opportunity. We're glad to have you, Keith. The stars have aligned. We're all here together. And uh, (laughs) now the time has come for us to, uh, man, just enter into this conversation. Excited to hear about uh, who you are, what you're doing, and kind of what has brought you into this current season of life. Uh, so Andy, do you want to, do you want to, how do you want to launch this off? Sure. So, um, I, I wanted to contact Keith, uh, cause he, he works for a company called all pro dad. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, as far as what that is, but, uh, Keith, introduce yourself here and tell us a little bit about, um, about who you are. Um, obviously you're a dad. So talk a little bit about that for us. And he's a dude, by the way, and, Keith, and you're, you're a, a dude, total yeah. dude. Uh, yep. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, it, it's funny because I think about that a lot that the, what, where I find myself in is, is really, it's, it's been divine the whole, the whole way along. Um, my wife and I, uh, you know, I've, we've been newlyweds for 31 years. Um, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> and, uh, we were in a situation where it just wasn't happening for us naturally, okay. um, to become parents. And, uh, we're coming up on the 21st anniversary of uh, sitting at the kitchen table and having a discussion about what we were going to do. And even though it was my wife and I, there were three of us in the room. Mm-hmm. And um, we we got the vision that night that um, his mission for us was to be parents, not to be pregnant. Gotcha. And uh, we 
set off on a completely different road um, starting Christmas Eve of uh, 1998. And it's been a wonderful ride ever since. Uh, we, uh, we adopted our first uh, daughter in uh, October of 1999. And that was when I, I got my DAD uh, in <laughs> October of 99. Yeah. And uh, I got my advanced DAD in October of 2004. And yes, I see you getting my text. <laughs> yes, I'm uh, looking at it now. It's good. So, so yeah, I just texted him and asked him what I can do to be a better podcast guest. No, you're so, great. Um, yes. So I would say that um, my background, since I was 15 years old, I've been in the fire service. I, uh, I got the bug to be a firefighter when I was young. Uh, I grew up in a small town in Eastern Ohio, so I'm not too far from, uh, wasn't too far from where you guys are, Okay, but uh, it was one of those uh, small towns where everybody's dad was a fireman, and when the fire whistle took, uh, started off, everybody ran to the firehouse and did the job, and I just got bitten by the bug, and it, it, a little bit harder than you know most of the other kids that I grew up with because I wanted to do it for a career. And uh, I worked towards that. I graduated high school. I was actually volunteering while I was still in high school. I um, had the opportunity to go on vacation with a bunch of guys. Uh, if you can imagine what uh, four 19-year-old guys were doing in Myrtle Beach. Um, <laughs> I'm just not going to get into any details on that. But we did get in trouble. Yeah. And uh, after the security guard chewed us out, he, uh, he was curious uh, because I had a... a fire department ball cap in the, in the room. And he said, uh, you know, so who's the fireman? And, and the, the night afterwards, the security guard who was also a full-time Myrtle beach fireman, um, I was riding with him at the station the following oh, wow. night. And, um, he encouraged me to uh, put in a job application at the town just up the road, North Myrtle beach. And, uh, I spent seven years, uh, on vacation in North Myrtle beach. Uh, wow. I found the prettiest, I found the prettiest girl on the beach and I, uh, I, I stole her away and, um, wound up uh, coming to Georgia in 1991 to work for the Atlanta fire department. I've had some phenomenal experiences. We could do a whole podcast on the stuff I've done with them. Um, but I, I did have a ch I had a chance. I was one of the first medics at the Olympic park bombing. Mm. Um, I was, uh, one of the firefighters at the Fulton County stadium fire. Um, and, uh, you guys may be familiar with this, but when the, uh, Bluffton university, uh, baseball team went off the bridge in yeah. Atlanta, I was, yeah. uh, I was the first incident commander there and, and I still keep up with those guys. Uh, yeah. I, I keep in touch with, uh, coach Grandy on a, on a regular basis. But, uh, it was in 2008 that, um, there was a new school opened up and my older daughter uh, had gone to school. My wife is a teacher and uh, the uh, she was fortunate enough that the new principal took her to a new school that they were opening up. And uh, I started volunteering there and I, they started asking me, you know, why are you around here so much? I said, well, my, my schedule allows me to do, I work 56 hours a week, but it's one day on two days off. And I started volunteering at the school and I kind of got the bug for, for being there, being an engaged dad, being a part of what's going on. And what really got my attention was when the uh, para pro in my daughter's kindergarten class at the time, she's a sophomore in college now, so that tells you how long ago it was. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, she said to me, you know, it's just different when you're here. And I didn't quite know how to take that. I didn't know if it was a compliment or a cut. 
And I kind of challenged her on it. I said, what do you mean? She said, well, when you're the parent, there just seems to be a different air in the room. It's like the girls sit a little straighter. The boys are a little more attentive. I, I just can't put my finger on it. But there's just something different. I said, well, is it like that when the other dads are here? And she said, I don't know. We've never had one. Oh, wow. Oh. Wow. And that was when it really, it really hit me that, you know, I didn't know what I was going to do. I, you know, I tried to do what any guy would do, you know, let's start a daddy's club. Let's do this, do that. And, and I, it wasn't for another two years that I realized that I was really just trying to reinvent the wheel of something that had been, you know, there all along. I just didn't know it. And, um, I got involved with another organization that's very similar to, um, who I'm working with now is called watchdogs. It's dads of great students and um, very popular program, uh, thousands of, of programs across the country. And I, um, I had a great run with them. Uh, I was with them for almost 10 years. Uh, it was my side job um, when I was with the fire department. And uh, the plan was when I retired from the fire department that I was going to go with them full time. And unfortunately that it just wasn't in the budget at the time, but um, but I'm still very supportive. Um, a lot of people think that because um, Watchdogs and All Pro Dad are similar programs that we compete in, we absolutely do not. Um, and that was, uh, there, there's a lot of programs that run both, uh, a lot of schools that run both programs together. But because of how closely I had worked with these guys over the years at conferences and and, uh, and I had actually launched an all pro dad chapter in addition to the watchdogs program that I was running. Um, things just fell into place. And when it became time for me to step away from watchdogs, the all pro folks were saying, Hey, we need somebody in Georgia. We're, we've got a lot of growth going on and, uh, and, and we love your experience. And, uh, and it was just a perfect fit. So I, I've been rambling. So let me let you, I, I see you leading up to the microphone. there. <laughs> no, it's, uh, so I'm just thinking back to something, you know, uh, gosh, several years ago, I served as a paraprofessional in a kindergarten class for three months, filled it. I was in between uh, roles and ministries. And so I was like, hey, this will be an interesting experiment, which oh, I bet it was. Yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> but you know what the thing is, is that I was working with two teachers, had a really great uh, relationship with with both of them. And, but I was the only, I was one of only three men in the entire building. Um, but it was my job to go there every day. And, you know, both teachers did say like something changes about the app, like that was the thing. And that was a, something changes about the atmosphere when you're in here that there is, um, there, when a man is here, when, when mm. another man is here and is able to talk to, uh, to talk because there were a couple of a lot of my time was actually spent there were a couple of kids that just had I mean they're coming from rough places they had some real behavioral issues and I was able to give them one-on-one -on -one attention that otherwise wasn't ha right. wasn't happening and I just remember like what a significant shift that was and then I had the similar thought to you of man how what would it be like if there were more more men in the lives of so many of these students who inevitably my assumption is that we're you know um how at least half of them were probably from divorced families you know i mean that's mm -hmm. the statistic that there were there was not um necessarily a regular presence of men in their in many of their lives and so as you just shared that i uh the the need the need is clear mm -hmm. um and 
and we always do our best on the show. We're not here ever to, we won't, I mean, men get beat up on enough as it is. That's, that's definitely, yeah. you know, not what we're, uh, which is why every Mother's Day, that's why I struggle with this as a pastor. Every Mother's Day uh, sermon is fantastic. Every Father's Day sermon is you guys suck, do a better job, pull it together. Uh, and and I, I want to get away from that enough because there I think there's a lot of enough of shame and regret amongst men as it is about these areas around uh, around um, uh, yeah, around parenting, around being, you know, investing in, in the lives of not just on their own kids, but in the larger community, things of things of that nature. And really what I see from what I'm hearing from you and, and what kind of the direction you've taken is a very positive one of absolutely let's, let's not focus. So like we recognize there is an issue. How are we going to move forward? And so exactly. what for you, what was that? What was that move forward? How, how have you kind of seen and, and thought about um, both of the organization you work with and maybe even in your personal life, the just the the means by which you've kind of cast a vision for a, a better reality to call to call men to something bigger and better. Well, and it's interesting you say that, and, and I'm kind of leaning back towards what you were what you started to say there a minute ago is when if you look at our culture, you look at uh, look at TV shows, look at, at popular sitcoms, look at movies. You know, the, the dad is always characterized as the bumbling idiot. Oh, yeah. Right. Yep. And, and yeah, we, we have a lot of fun, you know, and, and we can play bumbling idiots on here. But, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but the thing is, we are called to lead. Yep. We are called to, to be there um, for these kids. And in, in a lot of cases, they're just not there. And we hear that a lot. You know, we'll hear somebody say, well, you shouldn't have this program because it'll make a child feel bad because they don't have a, they don't have a father at home. Or, um, I, I can tell you two stories. I don't know how much time you guys want You're to good. spend on all Yeah, go for it. Man, two, two great stories. It just happened, uh, just came to me within the last couple of weeks where, uh, we had a story, uh, this was in Florida where, um, little boy, I believe he was uh, first grade. Um, don't hold me to that, but at like six, seven years old, he had been to every chapter meeting for their all pro dad chapter. And they meet once a month at the school. It's it's before school, it's breakfast, it's um, a character building topic. We can get on, into all that uh, here in a minute. But this little boy had come to the chapter meeting every month with his dad. The dad would not miss it. Over the summer, don't know what the circumstances was, but over the summer, dad passes away. Mm-hmm. So many of our educators or, or, or people in counseling or whatever would say, well, do away with this because it's going to make that, that, that little boy feel bad. It was just the opposite. The little boy said, I'm going, I'm never going to miss a meeting. And, and he continued to go. And it was his uncle that pledged to the mother that he would bring that child every month to that meeting because it was so important to him and he got so much out of it and he got, you know, it was such a great bonding experience. And, and that's the thing is I see so many of these schools that will have, you know, they try to do something on their own. They'll do donuts with dad and then they'll take it away Mm -hmm. and say, Oh, we don't want that. And it sends the message to guys that they're not wanted as opposed to we need you. And we need these positive, you know, positive male and female role models. And, and, and I'm, and I'm right there with you because we need to make sure that every kid has a positive male role model and a positive female, female role model. And we're, we're not going to stop until 
until the last kid has somebody to look up to. Yep. Yep. Now you had mentioned that, you know, you were, when you started out, you were doing stuff, you were, you were volunteering, you were there every day. What does that look like? What's a day look like when, when you were volunteering and, and they're at school? Um, can you tell us that? Andy, I love that you asked that question because I hear this so often when a dad shows up and, and we, one of the stories was the, you know, there was a guy told me he had just was bringing his daughter's lunch to school. She had forgotten her lunch and he was just, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever had that <laughs> all uh, the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the guy said that when he walked through the door of the school, I'm, I'm sure he had to buzz his way in or, or, or whatever, but he said it sounded like a party hmm. when, as he approached the office and it was, you know, it was laughing and, and, and there was, he could tell that whoever was in there, they were having a good conversation and they were having a good time. And he said, when he turned and he stepped in the doorway, he said he felt like Eddie Murphy walking into Torchies in, in 48 hours where, where the music stopped. And <laughs> right. Yep. And, he, and he said the principal actually stepped in front of him to stop this forward progress and said, what can I help you with? And in the office was the, um, the principal, the secretary, the PTA president and the school counselor. Mm. Of course, all female. Right. Yep. And I said, that's horrible. I said, what was it like the next time you went in? He said, I don't know. I never went back. Mm. You know, and, and that's those, that, that's how we need to change the culture of education. We want to make it acceptable and, and welcoming and warming for a guy to show up. Now, the other thing that happens, and I've heard this from other guys and I've had it happen to me too. This was, this, this was kind of what, um, what, what happened to me because my wife was a teacher and everybody kind of knew who I was. So I wasn't, I didn't get that, that perpetrator, um, right. Right. You know, parent before perpetrator before parent attitude when I walked in, but it was the extreme opposite. And it was, Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, you're so cute. You want to be the room mommy, hmm. you know, and it just tears a guy down. Right. It's like, you know, a guy wants, you know, dude, you're rocking this. Come on, you know, right. fist bump, let's go. You know, that's what guys want to hear. And that's what these programs, like All Pro Dad and Watchdogs, it's like it gives them a welcoming atmosphere in the school in a guy-friendly way. And, and, and let, me, let me back up and say that when these things happen, it's not intentional. Mm -hmm. It is not meant to be intentional or to put the guys off in any way, shape, or form. It's just the culture. Right. I and, mean, it's one of those, are, yeah. Yeah. And we are working to change that culture. So, so yeah, I'm glad you asked that because um, I think if number one, if, if you're a guy and you're listening to this podcast, I, I talk to guys all the time. I'm like, well, where does your kid go to school? Oh, oh, I can't think of the name of the school. Oh, well, who's your, who's your child's teacher? I don't know. Wait a minute you're taking the most precious thing you have in the world and you're putting it in the hands of somebody for eight hours a day and you don't even know their name. That's yeah, that's bad. Yep. So if you're listening to this podcast as a guy, talk to your kids about your school, find out who your teacher's name is, find out if your school has one of these programs. And if it doesn't, let's get one started because this just gives the opportunity or what we used to call mm -hmm. the on-ramp guys schools want you to be there they want you they're desperate for you to be there but we just got to make it palatable to guys that makes sense that that is in a language that guys will appreciate mm -hmm. yeah I, I uh 
even at our at our kids school one thing i've noticed now this is this is part of uh, i think what our, our local culture has it, there's a local cultural value that we have here in this area that i really appreciate and that is very much a, a pro family you know t- culture but my kids elementary school so i have a fourth in school right now a fourth grader all three boys uh fourth grader third grader and first grader and our, the elementary school does family events all the time. And what I've been really thrilled with is I see, I see both parents coming in to these things. Yeah. I see, uh, I see dads there a lot. And the thing is, is that there's a momentum that is created when that happens, because what I I've noticed is that this, that, that sense has just kind of grown in their schools as the leadership have taken hold of these things. And, um, and again, it's, uh, it's uh it creates a culture of school and family working together and creating those yes. uh, those relationships um even where my kids elementary school they have a they have a uh, what they refer to as the parent liaison and it's literally a person dedicated to really developing relationships between the schools and the and the families and right. uh, and i just see the it's benefit of all of that yeah yeah, yeah. It, that that tells me it's a Title One school, and they are actually. If, if you look at the federal regulations, the um, Every Student Succeeds Act. Um, if you go into Title One, Section Eleven Sixteen A, it specifically says that the school will do this. That the school will use these kind of programs right. to engage parents. It's, it's family engagement. Yep. And I say all the time, why have a family engagement program if you're only engaging the moms? Right. 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 Absolutely. Well, and I, th- I think too that probably helps the student succeed as a student, not just I mean, just having their family around, having a dad there, somebody like that, that that's gonna not only go good for their you know just their home life, but it's also gonna help them succeed in school. I, I would have to assume because of you know everybody's involved. Right. Absolutely, and that that's part of the presentation we do. The statistics are clear that you know grades, attendance, um, teen pregnancy. Uh, delinquency, all of those things are affect positively affected mm-hmm. by a positive male role model in a child's life. So let's talk all pro dad. Um, okay. Your, how you got connected with it and what exactly the, the vision, um, the mission and vision of all pro dad is and, and how it's, uh, yeah. And, and how it's, uh, impacting the lives of, uh, of uh, kids, uh, well, gosh, all around this great country of ours, actually. So, well, I got a trivia question for you. <laughs> oh boy, what state? In what state was the first All Pro Dad chapter? I'm going to say it was in Indiana. It was, yay! Ding, <laughs> that ding, felt ding, like ding. the right answer. That might be the yes. first time we've had a what a quiz on us. Wow. from from Ooh, guess. I started yeah. sweating for a second. Awesome, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. The first, uh, the original idea. Um, came up at Cathedral High School in Indianapolis, Indiana. And through that, that chapter, and while Angie's, um, seemed like he had a job up there. I can't remember exactly what it was he was doing. Uh, uh, the great, uh, the Reverend Tony Dungy <laughs> of the yeah. Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was when he was in Indianapolis that he learned about the program and uh, got involved. Originally, they did, uh, I believe, at one point they were meeting at local Chick fil A's. That's, and a, that's always a good they, place to meet. Win, 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 win. Yes. And um, they, they were 
working through the chapter, but it really wasn't until Coach moved to Tampa and got together with a man named Mark Merrill, uh, who had um, a, a nonprofit, Family First, and they kind of got together and took this thing to the national level that it is now. Okay. So then, then so, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so the, the mission is just to give guys the chance to, um, to think about it, to check out from all of the craziness that we deal with in the world every day and to give them a chance to think about just being a good dad, love your family well, um, you know, love, love your spouse, be, you know, be a good dad, be a good family man. We do, uh, we do two things. The most popular, um, there are two, well, the breakfast and the uh, play of the day. There is a daily email that goes out. And I think if you guys are on the webpage, you can probably see um, some references to it. But we send out tens of thousands of emails a day. This isn't, uh, you know, this isn't spamming or anything. These guys have asked for this. Um, but we send out just this positive, encouraging email every day that says, you know, hey, here's how to love your family well today. Do this, ask this, you know, whatever. And every day it's, uh, you know, it's another uh, positive message. We got a full staff of writers writing these things um, all the time. And then the other thing is the the once a month breakfast, which we can get into here. If, if that's what yeah, sure. Go ahead. Let's yeah, talk about what that. Is the, yeah, what does yeah. the breakfast include? Okay. The, uh, the all pro dad chapter uh, is usually launched at a local school. We have several uh, at churches as well. Um, we have, uh, I, I can think of even one that's in a dojo. Oh, wow. um, so <laughs> it, yeah. So it's, it's really wherever you can get guys together to meet, but the intention and the most popular is to meet at a local school. They um, generally schedule them uh, once a month. Uh, I would say the most popular day of the month is the first Friday of the month. Um, that, that's, uh, you know, but it, it, it's really up to the local school. They run it locally as they see fit, but it's a morning breakfast. We provide 10 curriculum packages to the school, uh, per year. So they can do, most of them don't have the ability and the, the calendar to be able to do all 10, but, uh, but they'll do, uh, you know, eight or nine anyway. But, uh, the, the guys meet, they come in, you know, maybe an hour before school, bring their kid, um, there's a, in the curriculum package, there's a PowerPoint, a video, a set of discussion cards, a, um, what we call a bring it home piece, which is, uh, something they can take with them so that they can continue the conversation, um, through the month until the next meeting. And then the best thing for guys that are not like us that don't like to talk in front of people, um, <laughs> the leader's guide, which they just have to stand up there and just read, you know, do this, do this, do this, do this. So it's all plug and play. Um, it's, it's all provided, uh, to the school. So all they have to uh, figure out is how they're going to get some food, which most schools are, are doing something anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, title one schools in a lot of cases are already providing a breakfast. So you mm -hmm. just, um, you know, the guys are just buying an extra breakfast to be there with their kids. But the nice, the best thing about it, um, Andy, and if you guys, ever, if you get a chance to see some of the videos, the most powerful part of the all pro dad chapter breakfast is the opening, which is what we call the pride moment or the pride exercise. Guys are guys, right? When we right. meet each other, it's like, Hey, I'm Keith. <laughs> this is what I do, you know, and, and we introduce each other. Right. Not at this event. Every guy stands up. Sometimes they'll pass a microphone around and the, they introduce their kid or the kid that they're there with. Oh, that's and cool. It is. And, and it's, you know, I'm proud of you because of this. This is what, you know, I'm excited 
because you're doing this. Because if you think about it, dads are leaders. A lot of the time when we're talking to our kids, it's directing and commanding. Do this, do this, pick up your clothes, pick up your shoes, make your bed, that kind of thing. And, and that's the constant barrage of what, you know, what we're giving our kids all the time. And to be able to step back and, and, and when you see those, those little eyes looking up and, and, and hearing, you know, I'm proud of you. You know, we need to do more of that as guys because kids need to hear that more. Mm -hmm. Um, but to do it in front of a crowd and to do it in front of a group of people is a bonding experience that you just can't buy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably the most powerful part of that event. And then it goes into discussions. You know, if the, Say, for instance, the, uh, the topic of that month, we, we have 10 different topics um, every year. And, uh, you know, maybe it's integrity. And it's, uh, you know, hey, dad, what does integrity mean to you? Hey, son, what does integrity mean to you? Or hey, daughter, what does that, that mean to you? So um, we have a lot of people think that because we use the, the football logo that it's an athletic thing. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not fathers and sons. It's, it's fathers and kids. It's grandfathers. It's uncles. It's pastors. It's. It's whoever um, that child sees as their male role model, and they can invite anybody they want. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, what is your role specifically in, in all of this? Uh, like how um, – yeah, what, what – as we like to say, what exactly is it you do, sir? Uh, what are you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what is uh, so? How has your role played out with All Pro Dad, and what uh, what has uh, just been? Uh, I mean, you obviously shared a lot of things that are exciting about it, that you enjoy, but yeah. what's what's made the impact uh, on you as well in this process of of uh, being associated and working with this organization? I, I can tell you, my my role is to help schools, to help principals, to help dads that are interested in bringing the program to the school. Uh, my title is Chapter Development Specialist. Mm-hmm. So what, uh, what my role is, is when people have an interest or when they learn about the program, or if I can get them to learn about the program, if I'm going out and doing presentations or whatever, um, my role is just to kind of shepherd them through that, that getting registered, getting going, um, getting started, uh, kind of atmosphere. So I love, and, and I've, and I've, I've loved this in my previous role as well. When I look at the face of a school principal and they look out on a crowd and they are astounded by the number of people that actually showed up because everybody tells me, well, we don't have that. The guys won't show up. We don't, I don't even have anybody that's willing to take on the role as the, the team captain. And when they have 55, 65, 75 guys walk in the door, I love that jaw drop moment. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I, and I try to get my camera in the right spot to be able to catch it. And I haven't, I I don't have any current ones, but when they realize that when you, when you stand up in front of a PTA meeting or you stand up in front of a crowd and you say, does anybody want to volunteer to lead something? Yeah. Crickets. Yep. (laughs) Because everybody thinks somebody else is going to pick up the ball and do it. Yep. And, and what I, when principals tell me, well, I don't have anybody that's willing to be the leader. I said, all right, let's do this. I want you to sit down and I want you to write down the name of five guys that, you know, if they walked in the door today, you wouldn't stop them because you don't know who they are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then let's work through that. 
and then go to the guys and say, you know what? We have this program. We want to do this with the school. We really need some help. We think you're the guy to do it. And when you go to a guy like that and ask them for help, even if, even if they're going to give you that, oh, I'm too busy, I don't have the time, whatever, then, then we say, well, we're going to get two or three of you to work together. Um, it, it's, this program is easy. I run a program myself. Um, everything is plug and play. It's already, you know, it's already there for you. Now, um, All Pro Dad is a part of Family First. Mm-hmm. We are a nonprofit. Um, the, the beauty of this thing, number one, you mentioned the, the parent facilitator at, at your school, which indicates to me, as I said, it's a title one uh, yep. school. Yep. We do qualify for title one funds, um, as family engagement programming. But the thing is we have people that go out and get the funding to pay for it, to put it up at your school. Okay. The only thing we ask a local school and, and really guys, this is just a skin in the game thing. It's, it's not like, it's not like we're funding this thing on what we get from the school. We do ask mm-hmm. the school for a $50 a year membership. Yeah. There's a lot of churches that will fund that for the school. A lot of local businesses. Sure. Um, there, there are a lot of, um, I mean, I, I've had guys that say, I want this so bad. I'm going to pay for it out of my pocket and they'll just put their credit card in and pay for it. Wow. Um, but that gets them that access for a whole year. And the other thing is, this, this is just old program. This just gets the guys in the door. Mm-hmm. The school then is only limited by their imagination, what they're going to do after that. Mm-hmm. I've had schools say, well, we have a mentoring program. Why do we need this? I say, if you want to be able to get a pool of, of guys to be in this mentoring program, you got to get them in the door. Mm-hmm. And then you can start worrying about vetting them through background checks and that kind of thing. Right. But we just got to get them in the door because most guys, and, and, and you guys know this as well as I do, just talking amongst the guys that you know from either the ball field or the, the, uh, the golf course or, or wherever, you know, they think they're not welcome. You know, they, they graduated or otherwise right. left and they're done. Right. I'm out of here. Right. Yeah. They don't want to go back. Yeah, because they it, need to understand how important it is. It can, it, can, it can certainly feel, and I've always, I mean, for the most part, I've always felt welcomed. Uh, but every – I am always the only dude that shows up for the field trip for my kids, yep. or one of the one of the few. I can't talk about this though because my kids are all homeschooled. You, yeah. so. <laughs> Andy's Andy's at school every day. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just but I I notice it is I can't help but feel a little bit out of place even 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 when it comes to that where it's mm-hmm. like absolutely it's like all these other moms showed up and here's right. here's dad. But, but that means I do have a friend that had a good. Um, he had a good take on that. He would tell, he would leave, he, he was a fireman too. He'd leave the firehouse and he'd say, guys, I'll see you later. I'm going to the PTA meeting. I'm going to go hang out with all your wives. <laughs> <laughs> I love, that's he started kind, having people showing up. Yeah, that's the, the kind of peer pressure you want right there. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, as, I, as we've just been uh, talking and sharing here, one thing we do want to make sure is that uh, for those that are listening that are interested in getting more information, that are want to know more about All Pro Dad, uh, Keith, where can where can we send them? And we will have show notes. So yeah. on the website, we'll have show notes and links okay. and all that. But it's always helpful if you just want to share with us what's a good process to to find out more information about All Pro Dad. 
Absolutely. You can go to our webpage, which is allprodadchapters.com. We have several divisions of All Pro Dad. We do some uh, fostering and adoption stuff, and we, we do some uh, other things. And and I'm, I'm probably uh, probably out of place here on the Dudes and Dads podcast here, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it out there. We also do a uh, have a webpage and a daily email on iMom. It's the Expresso Minute. Great. So, uh, so mom has her, uh, uh, webpage that she can go to as well, but our webpage is allprodadchapters.com and that will take you to, um, to our webpage and it will give you some information about what, uh, what all pro dad chapters is. You can go to all pro dad. Um, you can actually text, I believe it is APDC to four, four, one, four, four. Okay. And that will, uh, that will send you information. So I'll, I'll say that again. The, uh, you're supposed to say it three times on the radio, right? <laughs> right. That sounds right. Yep. APDC to 44144. That's APDC to 44144. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Operators are standing by. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 So when, when we've done, you know, we're wrapping this part of the, sh- the show up here, but you know, we've, we've done some looking and there's definitely chapters in and around, um, all over Indiana. Um, you know, we're in the northern part of Indiana and there's a couple here in our area, um, but they're, they're all around our area and they're all around the country. So that's a that's a really cool thing, a good way to get involved. Yeah, and I'm seeing, yeah. uh, let's see here. Uh, currently, if your website is up to date, which I, you're running a tight ship, so I'm going to assume that it is uh, available in 45 states, uh, four, 1,404 chapters currently. That's, yeah. Um, yes. And two countries interestingly enough. Yes, we just launched London One. Awesome. Awesome. And I'm working on, uh, right now I'm currently working on Spain, France, and uh, I believe the other one is in Germany, but uh, these are uh, Department of Defense schools. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So really, the I, I could see this in lifetime here. The the slackers are Montana and Wyoming, <laughs> uh, Maine, Maine, New Hampshire, and it uh, looks like uh, Delaware. So those are the people that the states have not got on board yet. But I just brought Rhode Island on board. Bingo. Uh, Bingo. <laughs> Wonderful. So, yeah. And again, if you go to allprodadschapters.com, you can definitely pick up and see what chapters are available in your area. And uh, if uh, now Keith said some of these people, they need to get a little, you know, maybe they maybe there is a chapter, but they need to kick it on here and get these meetings going again or if there's been a, a lag. And so uh, let's just say there's a chapter in your area, but you're like, are they what's going on with them? Um, you can contact the the chapter cap the, the captain uh, team, of that team area. Captain. The cap- team, team captain. captain. I would I would say uh, the first thing to do, no matter what um, chapter, no chapter, whatever, would be to just call the school or go into the office and say, you Perfect. know, hey, I'm a dad. I'd like to be engaged. Uh, what can I do? Yep. Uh, would you be interested in uh, you know launching a chapter? It's very simple. Um, the, the good thing is we work very, very hard to make sure that, that we're not putting something else on the plate of the school staff, the, the principal, uh, parent facilitator, uh, whoever that is. So we want to make, uh, you know, make it clear that, that our intention isn't to create another initiative that's going to be, you know, something that they're going to have to manage. We try right. very hard to, uh, help them develop volunteers that are going to be able to manage this and not, uh, you know, not put something else on their plate. Yes. Excellent. Well, Keith, uh, we thank you so much 
for sharing your story and what you're all about. It is another shining example that there are, there are dudes out there that are getting things done and they're providing on ramps for other guys to yeah. get things done, get engaged in their communities. And, and, you know, I, I would just say like, I don't know if this is uh, motivation to as many as I, I hope it would be, but you know, there are, there are so many kids out there that if just another dude would show up, would just be yeah. present and show up. And, and I, as a youth worker, I mean, I, 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 I preach this all the time, but your presence is 99% of the battle and, uh, just being, being a consistent voice and a, and a person that, that someone can look up to, that a youth can look up to is just enormously important. And so we're just so grateful for organizations like all pro dad, where that is just kind of the core, uh, just the, the pre- intentional presence in the lives of kids, uh, is just a core value there. And I'm, I'm so grateful for, uh, I'm grateful for you, Keith. I'm grateful for what you guys are doing. The whole organization, man, really encouraging stuff. It's it's things like these that just give me uh, a little bit more of faith and back in humanity. Because uh, we see enough, we see enough tough stuff. We see a lot of discouraging things. But guys, uh, if you look, if you take the time to look, there's really good things happening too. Absolutely. So we want to we want to make that known. Well, Keith, uh, you obviously cannot get off this show without uh making it through and can, as we uh we give to you uh the absolute necessary uh, it's what i would say it's the it's the test it's the final test that every uh every uh, uh guest on our show has to succumb to and so it is finals week here yeah. we go now it's time for the dudes and dads pop quiz all right so if you've <laughs> if you've never joined us before this is the time that we just ask our guests random questions and they don't know what we're going to ask. In fact, most of the time, we don't even know what we're we going to ask. We it, don't. So. It sort of comes to us on the on the fly. And uh, I've got a good one for tonight. I'm ex- I'm excited because <laughs> I'm. It's going to give me a second to think about my first question. Well, I, I, I'll ask this, and this maybe it's not a good leading question, but our last week's guest was also a fire a fire person, a fireman, oh, fireman. Yeah, that's right. And so, um, and so so the question we ask him, and I'm going to ask you the same thing. What is the strangest call that you've ever been called out to? Like w- weirdest thing? <laughs> well, let me think. Uh, <laughs> it's been uh, it, 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 it's it's been interesting. I had I did have a text today from a young man that I kind of mentored onto the job. So I'm gonna I'm actually gonna share somebody else's story. Okay, okay. perfect, good. Um, uh, yeah, they got dispatched to the mall um, at a local uh, ladies' apparel store at the mall, and uh, yeah, someone called nine one one because their phone fell behind the mirror. Oh, oh, what? Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. Wow. She was videoing, that videotaping seems... herself in the dressing room. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that seems like a real emergency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was because her phone was behind the mirror and the mirror was bolted to the wall and oh. they were not about to call maintenance to uh, to get the uh, get the phone out from behind the mirror. So they got the um, the lock kit, the emergency um, lock picking kit for, you know, getting mm-hmm. dogs and kids out of cars and, and used that rod to push it up and, and <laughs> got it out that way. So Beautiful. I was thinking outside the box. Way to go. Yeah, absolutely. Way to go. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, then, uh, next question, Keith. Uh, if you could be doing anything else other than you are doing right now, maybe you, let's just say, let's just say, uh, not entering into uh, being a fireman or any sort of emergency response, and and not doing your thing with All Pro Dad. What other thing? What other uh, passion or uh, vocation might you be pursuing if you did something else? I would love to develop my skills, which I obviously have a lot more to do if you've been listening to me through this podcast, but I would love to be a motivational speaker. I would love to be able to help people um, just be encouraged and, and get to the next level. Well, just if it's any consolation, Keith, I feel far more motivated after talking to you just now. So. <laughs> All right. That's one. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Joel, sign Joel up. He'll, yeah, he'll sign, take your class. Yeah. Whatever class you've got, you got it. All right. So I'm going to go with an easier one than my first question. What's your favorite place to eat? Oh, I got a bunch of them. Uh, um, that's fine. Let's see. You're in the Atlanta. You're, are you in the, is home? Are you at, good well, answer? Yeah. Good answer. Are you, you're in the Atlanta area. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay, so this is important. I'm going to be in Atlanta at the very beginning of the year. So oh. if, if he's got a good recommendation, I need to I need to make. I notes. got you. I okay. got you. Are you ready to write this down? I am. <laughs> Mary Max Tea Room on Ponce de Leon Avenue. Max Tea Room. Yes. Okay. I know what he's talking. I actually know what he's talking about. Okay. <laughs> yes. Good. You got to go to Mary Max. It's it's family dining. It's been there for I don't know about a hundred years, but it's been there forever. Um, love to go to Mary Max, but uh, but yeah, get my number and I'll. Um, when you when you come down, I will I will point you to several uh, several very good places. I knew this I knew this podcast was a divine appointment. And we're finding out <laughs> why right here. <laughs> okay, so I'm up next. Let's see, um, Keith. Do you remember what your first uh, your first automobile was? Nineteen seventy one Ford Pinto. Oh, the Pinto! Yes. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for some kind of car like that to come up. So Keith's the first my, one. Where my parents had one. Back yeah, in the day. Where, where everyone's like, oh, Automobile. like yes. there's just kind of like a oh, the Pinto. Like there's kind of a little bit of like sadness that comes along uh, <laughs> with it. Good. And how long did you how long did you have that how long did you have that car for? Oh, probably uh, at least maybe a year and a half, two years, because I bought it with the money I got from high school graduation. Oh, wow. Paid $650 cash for that baby. So you got, you got <laughs> your, my. you got your 650 bucks worth probably. Oh yeah. Yeah. Blew the engine in it. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Just reinforcing the stereotype of all Pintos right, right there. Right. All yes. right. So my last question is, um, Oh man, I can't think of a good one. Uh, Okay, I'll go back to the original one I've done before. Coke or Pepsi or neither? You don't know how how deep that is. It's a super divisive <laughs> question, especially if he's in the Atlanta area. At, right. At at this point in my life, I'm neither. Okay. But, okay. okay. Um, I grew up on Pepsi. Okay. In eastern Ohio and then moved to the south. And then, you know, we we have, you know. What what kind of Coke do you want? You want a Pepsi? <laughs> right, yeah. right. So that's, yeah. that's Every just, Northerner uh, is so confused by right. that question. What yeah. kind of Coke oh, yeah. do you want? What yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, and your your last one, Joel. Yeah, Keith. We always like to get uh, we always like to dig down to the the softer side of our guests, and so this is where we ask the question: Your favorite love song, or maybe you and your maybe you and your wife have a a particular song that is. Uh, that is special to you. And we always want to know what that is. And if you don't have one, we also suggest that you make it up. 
Well, <laughs> got a got a story about that one too. Oh awesome. yes, here we go. Yeah, yeah. What a wonderful world. Oh, ooh, that's a nice song. Louis Armstrong. Yes. Um, that that was our song. Um, we actually asked for that to be played at our wedding, and we were married in a Catholic church. Okay. Okay. And the choir director was not real thrilled about <laughs> that was not in the hymnal. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so surprised. So she, she told us that she said, well, I'll make it sound liturgical. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever encountered a liturgical, what a wonderful world. I'm intrigued. Yeah, Louis Armstrong. And yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, I would say that would be it. We, over the years, we've got a few more, but, uh, that, that's the first one that comes to mind. That's Absolutely. wonderful. Good story. And it is. It's a wonderful world, man. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, we, we want to thank you for being on the show today. It's been a, a blast uh, getting to know you more and, and reconnecting for me because, you know, it's been, man, I don't even remember the last time that we've actually talked face to face over the phone here. You know, it's been computer to computer. It's, yeah. 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 it's been a long time. And so it's been really good to reconnect with you and, and do this show. So thanks again for coming on. I think it's safe to say, uh, Keith, we're going to we're going to have you back on here in 2020 for sure. We I'm sure there's oh. I'm sure there's a treasure trove of conversation topics that we could cover. Uh, I just oh, get yeah. I get that sense when you combine someone like Keith who has uh, both both emergency uh, response uh, experience? I I've just found that there's no shortage of stories right. uh, in that and of <laughs> itself, and what you learn over the years, and what you encounter, and then obviously your work with All Pro Dad, uh, Keith. We just want to say, uh, man, thanks for being an awesome, dude. Thanks for being an awesome, dad. Thank you for the work you're doing. Yeah. Uh, we just want to cheer this kind of thing on and uh, lift up stories and examples like this as being uh, really. This we believe this can be the norm. We believe this can yeah. be the standard, and uh, and uh, we can uh, call men to be uh, who they've been created to be. Um, and uh, we're just like, super excited uh, for yeah. uh, just uh, you exampling this to us uh, here on the show. So thanks, Keith. We appreciate thank you, you, man. I, I appreciate it. It's been fun. And we want to thank you, our listeners, too, for joining us for this first season of, of the Dudes and Dads podcast. It's been a blast. Uh, producing this for you guys and hanging out with you guys for the last several episodes. Yep. So just remember our 2020 vision challenge for dudes and dads. We're going to be out on social media, just reminding you guys to keep in touch uh, via social media. You're going to see us do post a few things here in our uh, downtime over the holidays, but uh, you can always shoot us an email at dudes and dads podcast at gmail.com. Make sure to hit our website to dudes and dads guys until next time, grace and, and peace. peace.